Hey guys, it's JD. Just want to give you a heads up right out of the gate here. We had a little bit of audio difficulty on Michelle's side with this episode, uh, but it's, uh, we think, still perfectly listenable. Promise we're going to get our shit together here in, in the new year. Uh, we've had some rough technical difficulties uh, to, to end things off, but thank you for sticking with us. Anyway, uh, here's the episode. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is Michelle, and who's here with me? It's the Grinch. <laughs> no, it's it's JD, guys. It's, it's um, JD. Aren't those the same person? As wow. Wow. You hate I tried to make a joke, and Michelle yep. just hits Made with the insults. Real. I wow. I don't think it's an insult to be a Grinch. People love the Grinch. If you had TikTok, you would know that. There's so many videos of people meeting the Grinch instead of Santa and having a there's, grand old time. It's a crucial element of the point you just made, Michelle. People love the Grinch. They don't love just a Grinch. Mm. So thanks for making me feel terrible about myself right off the bat here within the first minute I of the podcast. Jim Carrey. Why don't you? Oh, gross! Even worse. Thanks, Michelle. Before you di- look, before you dig this grave any deeper, why don't yeah. you tell people why we're talking to them on Christmas Day? Because we want to talk about holiday horror. That is horror, not horror. Our Christmas gift to you, our holiday gift to you. We are equal opportunity holiday people. Our holiday gift to you is this, this could be episode. A horror, uh, it could episode, be. I like the sound of that. It could be holiday Hanukkah horror. horror. Hanukkah could horror. be Kwanzaa horror. Could yeah. be. Kwanzaa uh, as well. Could be solstice horror. Uh, you know, yeah. I don't know. Could be a lot Halloween. of different things. A lot of different Maybe it's things. Halloween horror, and they're just late to celebrate. Either way, it's the reason for the season. Yeah, that's what we're talking about today. We're just going to kind of kind of wander our way through some of our favorite uh, holiday horror movies, uh, maybe some that we've just seen recently, some that are all-time favorites. Not entirely certain how this one is going to go, but uh, we're going to find out. Michelle, you tend to be better at structure. Uh, mm-hmm. why, don't, why don't you... I'm going to make you responsible for the quality of this episode from here Excellent. on out. I'm just along for the ride. That's probably for the best. I know you panic if we don't have a structure. And I was like, I'm not going to have a top five. I can't do that. That's fine. So we will make this less panicky. Uh, I do want to start with a non-horror question and get oh, it cripes. out of the way. What is your favorite Christmas movie overall? And it does not have to be mm. horror, but maybe it also is. Hmm, that's a actually a really good question. Um, Thank you. I thought of it myself. Uh, you know, and I've I've considered this quite. You know, the the kitschy answer, of course, is to go with like a Die Hard, uh, or something like that. But uh, you know, I'm I'm not even really. Sh- I tell you what, can we come back around and have you ask me yeah. that question at the end of the episode? Yeah, I thought you'd have one for sure. Okay, cool. Not not right off the top of my head. No, there's a few. You know what? Yeah, I do. And I don't know why it it, it just hit me, but of course I do. It's a Christmas story. Hey, 
That's one of the ones on my list. I bought it I, on DVD I, so that I can I watch it. I love a repeat. Christmas story, and especially not sure why it didn't come to mind, considering one of the things we're absolutely going to talk about on this episode, but we'll get there in a moment, I'm sure. Ooh, fun. Would you like to know my favorite Christmas movie? I mean, not particularly, but you asked the question for a reason, so yeah. go ahead. It's going to make you mad. <laughs> um, I have seen you post a saddest disparaging people like this. Oh, God. It is love, actually. Michelle, that movie is all kinds Great. of problematic. You know what? Most romantic comedies are. You're not wrong. It's it's very hard to watch something in a movie and be like, mm, that's stalker behavior. So you have and, to like extend, ex, uh, or suspend the disbelief. Or what you could do is not watch romantic comedies. Oh no! Of course I have to. Bill no, Nye. You don't. His whole storyline is in that <laughs> is that he's an old rock musician who uh is now realizing that the spirit of the season is just him being friends with his manager it's so sweet there are so many storylines that aren't problematic the young boy talking to his father liam neeson about how he has a crush on a girl in his class and then he chases her down uh before she gets on the plane just to say goodbye or whatever it's very adorable it's a great great movie you can ignore the whole prime minister plot line although i do love hugh grant's little dance that he does um <laughs> I, I love love actually i've seen that movie so many times so well i mean I we've all you, we've all got that. character flaws so it, it's it's yeah. whatever i don't mind when you posted a status <laughs> a couple months ago about like oh people who say love actually is their favorite christmas movie or their favorite movie and i'm like Oh, no, don't comment. <laughs> don't comment. <laughs> okay, well, the true horror is uh, sexual harassment. So let's get into some other horror Christmas movies or horror holiday movies based on oh. uh, how you had mentioned Look, cause you said there might be others. Well, I, I, there might be mm -hmm. others, but uh, mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie, Michelle. I'm not entirely certain... I know of any non-Christmas holiday-oriented horror films. Do you? Mm, yeah, kind of. I mean, we had done Black Friday, which is like Christmas shopping, but that's still, yeah. It's, it's still, still kind of Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, but uh, it's like, it's not on Christmas. Are there, are right. there... Are there any Hanukkah horror movies that you know of I'm right sure off the top of are. your head? We watched a Jewish vampire uh, story last year. So I'm we positive did? there are some out there. Yeah, we did Blood Relatives. Oh, right. And I just watched that guy in Dead Girl. I watched that movie after it was recommended to us. Um, and it was really hard to, to watch Dead Girl for the first time and not see that guy as a, a Jewish vampire. Oh, um, fair enough. What did it. you, uh, as long as you brought it up, what did you think mm -hmm. of Dead Girl? I really enjoyed it. It's pretty intense, though, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I don't think I needed a trigger warning. I was going to so, a trigger warning. At appar time. Apparently, there's a, uh, 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 a, a horror, Hanukkah horror movie. Uh, it's just called Hanukkah. Uh, and it came out uh, just a couple of years ago. Uh, looks like 2019. And now I feel bad that I didn't Google this before the moment we started recording this episode. 
because I would really like to have seen Hanukkah before we recorded this episode. But yeah, at least now I've got something on my it. list of stuff I need to see. Oh, I, you know what? It's not available on any of the freebies, so I probably wasn't going <laughs> to get to see it. That's uh, uh, What I really want, so you know how we have really great um, movie ideas sometimes. That's one of uh-huh. our things. We just, so many great movie ideas. I would like a Hanukkah horror movie about a cursed menorah that if you light it, your house burns down. And it's kind of Oculus style where uh, this girl is trying to get revenge on the menorah that killed her family. Um, but you have to stop the menorah from lighting itself. You could uh, call it's it constantly. Yeah. You could call it eight evil nights. Oh, my you know, like God. that, like that Adam Sandler eight crazy nights movie. I love uh, eight crazy nights. Except it's, it's, it's eight evil it. nights. Yeah, I I really like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna get on that eight and go do some nights. research. Sounds so good. Uh, well, you have like a a a menorah where like looks like white candles, but then while they're burning, it looks like they're turning blood red. Oh my God. I think you have got oh. a winning idea. Whoever's out there, uh, James Cameron, if you're listening and you're Eight looking evil for your nights. Next Fuck Adam Sandler, if you're listening. <laughs> oh, you're. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Adam oh, Sandler's Eight Evil Nights. Yeah, Adam Sandler, if you're listening, first off, I somebody I adore somebody you. tweet his ass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well. Holiday horror. Do you have a number one favorite holiday horror movie? Uh, Christmas horror movies, yeah. Uh, absolutely, I do. And it's interesting that I do. I'm about to say this because what it is is it's one of those movies that is is such a classic. And I was so certain for so long uh, that I had seen this film. Uh, and what I discovered as I sat down to watch it again earlier this year, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, is that... Uh, I had just constructed the memory of seeing this film in my mind. I had seen plenty of clips and scenes and things from it and discussions about it uh, in a variety of different things. I think at one point I had even started watching the movie, but maybe had not been able to finish it at that particular moment. Anyway, uh, so uh, actually for the first time just saw it, and it's every fucking bit as good as everybody has ever told you it is and it's the uh, original 1974 Black Christmas that movie is fucking fantastic and it was also made by Bob Clark who made a Christmas story and I feel like that would be the best Christmas double feature at a theater ever is you do a Christmas story at 7 and then you do Black Christmas at 10 and you go from this just white bread, whole, just wholesome, uh, blue collar America family Christmas movie, and then you go into a movie where, like, within the first ten minutes, there's a dude on the phone saying "cunt a bunch," uh, and like ladies are getting stabbed and strangled, and it's all fucking. Plus, like it's it, um, yeah, it's I fucking love Black Christmas. I don't believe I've seen the nineteen seventy four. 
I mm. did rewatch Black Christmas last night from 2006. Ugh. I do not understand why people hate that movie. I can understand people saying it's not a good movie. I do not see it being a only 14% on Rotten Tomatoes level of bad. That is crazy to me. I thought it was fine. Yeah, I, I know for sure I have not seen either of the remakes, either the 2006 or the 2019 version. Uh, it is wild to me that there are now three different Black Christmas films. Uh, but I, I have to strongly recommend, Michelle, uh, that you check out that original. 19- it's wild. 1974 was a hell of a year. We got uh, 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 Texas Chainsaw Massacre and uh, Black Christmas that year. Both these just really foundational and and really kind of in their own ways aggressive horror movies and that's uh that's pretty dope you should watch black christmas from 1974 you should love, what's uh, your favorite christmas horror movie michelle oh well 28 days later i've talked about that um because there is a scene where there are christmas lights and also i watch it every christmas so that is my default christmas horror movie but if it's an actual christmas theme Anna and the Apocalypse. That is one that, okay, guys, so uh, peek behind the curtain. Michelle and I uh, kicked around the idea of doing a, a, a 12 Nights of Christmas uh, sort of horror uh, series that we just weren't able to do with the, the holiday season and doing all the moving and stuff that we've been talking about that I had to handle. Uh, just weren't able to get it done. But this is one that has been on my radar for a long time. It was on our list uh, for things we were going to see, and I still have not seen it. Michelle, give me the big pitch on Anna and the Apocalypse. Spoiler-free, please, but tell me why mm-hmm. I should, as soon as we are done recording and I'm up, done uploading this episode, should just immediately go watch Anna and the Apocalypse. Yeah, it's an easy pitch for a certain type of person, which you might be, and that is a Christmas holiday musical about a high school girl and her classmates fighting off zombies um it is christmas zombies so they are very very um integrating holiday things into it it is not just like oh this happens to take place on christmas like holidays um, in general are a gigantic part of it and it's not a uh kitschy kind of campy thing it is 100 percent very full-fledged like when characters die you're sad about it and uh it gets really dark at times um and then it just happens to have just these catchy catchy bops um there's one soldier at war that i could not stop listening to and is on my playlist of songs i can just hit play on and they can be on repeat and i'll never get tired of them it's a very 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 good movie if you like musicals and it's surprisingly very dark i uh i feel like if your movie is a zombie christmas musical you may have made a slight miscalculation not just calling your movie zombie christmas musical (laughs) i would have been like oh shit this is something i have to see (laughs) <laughs> fucking right now zombie christmas musical and in the apocalypse it's a little it, it's it's a it's little flat i'm not gonna lie the title yeah. is a little flat 
But, but uh, I do like that because it does set you off a little bit. Like they said, zombie Christmas musical, you'd be like, hell yeah, Anna and the Apocalypse. It's not like our selling point is that this is zombies and musicals and we're going to attract musical theater people. That just happens to be how they're presenting the story. It's a solid story. They could cut out the songs and obviously it'd be way shorter but you could still do this exact same story and have a lot of heart behind it it just happens to be that there are songs that are really really good throughout oh i don't i don't think you specifically want to like this is not just to make sure you tell people it's a musical uh this is make sure you tell people it's a musical about zombies and christmas <laughs> Like you need all three that all three of those words in the okay, title yeah. are crucial. Zombie Christmas musical. I would have been like, yeah. Oh shit. So I will good. I will give you this if the title had been Zombie Christmas Musical, I would have been expecting some serious schlock factor, right? So exactly. maybe maybe with something mm-hmm. a little bit more uh more serious and a little bit more uh uh emotionally involving you may be on to something. Yeah. I'm just saying Anna and the ap- really dark. Anna and the yeah. Apocalypse doesn't scream watch me immediately is all I'm saying. That's fair. Now I'm but I will... gonna be the Christmas movie I watched. Here's now. the oh. here's the big thing though, that. is somewhere in there you said uh I believe the phrase was catchy bops. Yeah. Uh is that is that a thing kids say about music these days? I don't think anybody who is hip with it says it, but I say it. Oh, okay. I'm Catchy a huge bobs. dork. I, well, here's yeah. here's what's going to happen now, Michelle, though, is I'm mm-hmm. going to... Uh, I think you probably sold me. I think when we're done here and I have okay. the episode ready to go, I think I'm going to start my Christmas day yes. with Anna mm-hmm. and the Apocalypse. I and watch it right after we get two things, two things are going to need to happen for me to not be utterly disappointed in this film. First of all, it's going to have to have a solid story that emotionally connects with me in some way. God, I hope second it of all, and second of all, it better have at least one or two goddamn catchy bops, Michelle. Because okay. I've look, I'm going to be fair. I've heard uh, some of yeah. the the I've heard some of the bops that you find catchy. Mm-hmm. And your idea of a catchy bop and my idea of a catchy bop are not always the same catchy bop. Uh, so we shall song, see. We shall see. There, there is a song that is, um, it's called It's That Time of Year. And it is kind of like a Eartha Kit Santa Baby style thing. And if Santa you hear that song baby. and you. Oh, God, why yeah, did I do I that? Gross. Ugh. You sound exactly like her. Good job. Um. <laughs> But if you hear that song and you don't like it, I'm gonna be so surprised. Um, it's it's pretty brilliant. So I all right. Well, I will. I uh, how about I make you a deal, Michelle? How about I will mm-hmm. promise to go and immediately watch Anna and the Apocalypse when we're done here, if you promise to immediately go watch Bob Clark's 1974 Black Christmas as soon as we're done here. I'm not. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to try to to, to Lord. <laughs> I Lord. am making a note. I can promise you, I will watch it tomorrow. I Michelle, will I will command what you do with I your know. time. But I was like, God, it would be worth it though if it meant that you saw Annie. No, I'm not probably going to watch think, it anyway. I think that's what I'm going to go watch after we get. To it's mostly now. just going to depend on that movie. 
it's going to depend on how tired I am by the time we're done with this. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been, like I said, it's been on my list for a while. I've heard lots of good things about it. I am a musical dork and I'm a zombie dork, so it could be a, it could be a real good time. Uh, you know what else you need to go see slight tangents? Uh, you're a musical nerd and I sold you on this movie at least a year ago. Black and Friday? I know you we still have not it. seen it. No, Repo the Genetic Opera. Oh. <laughs> you still need to go see Repo. You didn't, I mean, multiple people have sold me on it over the years, and I've somehow just never managed to get around to see it. You didn't know it was a musical until I showed it to, showed you a clip last year look, and showed you that Bill Mosley was in it. So, look, yeah, go see Repo. Finally. Maybe. 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 Mm-hmm. Maybe. And uh, uh, the original casting of Paris Hilton's character was played by Shawnee, Shawnee Smith. Shawnee Saw? Smith Shawnee. from Saw. Yeah. Yep. And yep. I miss her. She would have mm. been so much better. Right on. Uh, I have a side comment. Um, Just because when we talked about doing a holiday horror episode, I immediately had a thing pop into my head. And uh, the scariest holiday horror movie that I knew of when I was a child was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation because I had not seen it, but I had seen the VHS in my grandmother's collection and thought it was a man being tortured via electrocution. Um, And I was scared shitless of that movie. I never wanted to watch it because I was like, oh my God, this man, what are they doing Santa Claus costume just getting electrocuted. Yes, it scared the shit out of me. Like, I would not even look at the VHS case when I was, I would quickly scan past that one because it scared me so much. I was terrified for way too long. And then eventually I was like, hey, I remember being really scared of this movie where a man was electrocuted. Now that I'm into horror, I should go watch it. And then I had to go look up, like, what is this movie cover art? And And I went, it's National Lampoon. Yeah, it's I not have a, such horrifying memories. It's not a of, horror movie at all. Well, who knows? Maybe it is. Isn't <laughs> that the one where bad things happen on Christmas to this poor man? Well, Jay I mean, it was a horror story. A lot of bad things happen on Christmas to a lot of people. That's, that's not. Sometimes you don't get the presents you want from Santa. Maybe, maybe life is Sometimes just horror. Sometimes you find Michelle. out your significant maybe. other uh, has another child, um, and they're leaving you. That's not happening to me. I'm just thinking. It's theoretical horror that's sometimes they're sold out of eggnog and sometimes you you gotta sometimes you gotta fist fight another parent for a tickle me elmo i would love to fist fight a parent for a tickle me elmo it's on my bucket list i want to fight somebody for Uh, a children's toy on the day it's released and and, so trying to rein things in here a little bit uh i I do find (laughs) it interesting that like while there aren't many uh, uh, at least to, to our uh, awareness, uh, horror movies centered around uh, other uh, cultural uh, holiday traditions. There are a fucking lot of Christmas horror movies and, and stories. I, I thought about it like even if we widen things out to like the the horror and horror adjacent, like even like probably the most popular and famous uh non-religious christmas story of of all time at least european based is charles dickens christmas carol and that's a scary ghost movie 
slash book, mm-hmm. right? That's about a dude who's haunted and tormented by several ghosts over the course of Christmas Eve into Christmas, uh, including horrifying, terrifying premonitions of his own death. Uh, I'm sorry if you haven't seen A Christmas Carol in some version at this point. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, uh, maybe you should have had a spoiler warning there. I'm sorry. But no, there's just uh, there's a ton of uh, uh, and there's especially a fondness I've noticed and especially lately for movies where Santa fucks shit up, right? Like Santa in some <laughs> like way, shape, or form. Like Christmas Bloody Christmas or Violent Night, which I finally just saw mm-hmm. for the first time. Or a couple so of years ago, there was one that uh, uh, it wasn't so much a horror movie as it was like a violent action movie, but Mel Gibson was in it. It's called Fat Man. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so there's uh, uh, just a, a variety. Even, you know, back in the day, there's a, uh, I believe it's Santa's Sleigh starring WCW res- legend mm-hmm. Bill Goldberg uh, as a, a crazy. It's. People like to watch Santa fuck shit up. Do you have a favorite Santa fuck shit up movie? Oh, well, I was going to mention Violent Night. So since you talked about that one, kind of. Okay, this one's kind of adjacent to Santa fucking shit up. Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Jack Skellington impersonates Santa because he does not understand and then leaves horrifying presents for children instead of the <laughs> beloved toys that they were expecting. Now that I think about it, you were totally onto something. Because, yeah, Santa fucks shit up. Also, Gremlins, her father is being Santa and dies in the chimney. Uh, yeah, sometimes we want to watch Santa fuck shit up. Sometimes we want shit to happen to Santa. Santa is apparently a crucial part. I guess of I, holiday I should I should probably clarify when I say Santa fuck shit up. I don't mean like Santa is the reason the holidays are bad. I mean like Santa goes on a I'm goddamn stan- killing spree. <laughs> I am not convinced that Jack Skellington did not kill any of those children. They were clearly in mortal danger. Um, and it's never completely solidified that none of those children died so yeah jack skellington absolutely a serial killer whether he intended to be or not and he would actually consider it a compliment if he thought he was so when santa fucks shit up absolutely nightmare before christmas is included in that no if you say so uh one thing i do want to talk about michelle and i'm gonna uh i'm gonna have to pop in uh, so there's going to be a quick edit here in just a moment where I tell you how far you want to skip ahead if you don't want any spoilers about Violent Night. But as long as we're here and I just saw it within the last couple of weeks and I know Michelle has, has seen it, we got to talk about Violent Night. Michelle, what were your thoughts on this movie? JD here. If you want to avoid spoilers about Violent Night, skip ahead about two minutes. I haven't seen it since last year, so my memories are vague, but I was definitely expecting it to be way more gimmicky than it was, I guess. I expected it to be deliberate B-movie. A little bit more Christmas Bloody Christmas. Exactly. Like, this was going to be ridiculous, and that was going to be the selling point. But then it wound up being, like, kind of a legit action film. Yeah, yeah, it was a pretty intense action action film. Here's what... (laughs) Gory and violent is all hell. I mean, it's called Violent Night, and it lives up to it. But Santa Claus is a Viking? (laughs) Like, that's... Santa Claus was a Viking 
who killed so many people that his like guilt or conscience or karma or what turned him into like a magical Christmas guy who takes presents to everybody to work off his karmic debt or something. Look, Santa Claus is a Viking fucked me up is all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know I don't know what it was about Santa Viking that just like I see he takes off his jacket and he's got all those those uh 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 Norse uh, Scandinavian style tattoos and shit. And it's just like, man, what the fuck? I uh, it just I didn't know what to think about Santa the Viking. I still don't know what to think about Santa the Viking. I Santa the robot makes so much more sense to me than Santa the Viking. <laughs> I'm still trying to sort it out. I have nothing to add. You're you're not wrong. <laughs> I just I, I needed to I I needed to take a couple of moments and get yeah. Santa Viking out of my system. So uh, some You're of you may I time stamped where you're th- going to need to skip. So awesome. So some of you are probably just coming back. That was a good little chat we had about a couple of small spoilery things. Well, big spoilery I, things from Violent I don't even Night. think it's. I don't think it's gigantic. People aren't watching it to figure out the origin of some things that happen in that film. Yeah, that's true. But uh, uh, I I uh, I don't know. Like uh, so, other than that, uh, you you don't have any specific uh, Santa going on a killing spree type of movie that you really enjoy. Not Santa. I do have All a different right. holiday figure. Well, tell me. Oh, you got a Krampus spree. movie? Hell yeah, I do. Ah, I tell us Krampus. all about your Krampus. Krampus it's, fucking what? shit up qualifies. It's Krampus. Krampus is a character who fucks shit up. I don't even recall what his uh, whole deal is. It's explained very thoroughly in the movie. God, now I'm just. Or are you talking about the one with Adam Scott? Yeah, from 2015. Krampus. I saw that one in the theater. I saw that in the theater, and at the time, I remember not caring for it. I may need to go back and watch it again. Oh man, I love Krampus. Um, it's also got, uh, David Koechner, the guy who's in everything, who we just talked about from, uh, from, oh, what the fuck's the name of that movie? Uh, fun, vicious fun. (laughs) See, he's in everything and I did not know his name and now I know his name and he's going to haunt me. He was T-Bones in the Naked Trucker and T-Bones. The Naked, is that a movie? It was a show on Comedy Central a while back. It was called The Naked Trucker and T-Bones. And the naked trucker was played by the guy who was the guidance counselor on Freaks and Geeks, whose name I can never remember. And David Koechner was T-Bones. And it was like a comedy sketch live performance thing. And the naked trucker was naked. And he just held a guitar that was in the way of his... Anyway, Google it. It's a real thing. We're getting sidetracked here. David Koechner. What was he in that we were just talking about? Krampus. Uh, Krampus. And yeah, I highly recommend go back, rewatch it. This is one that maybe if you weren't in the correct mindset and you thought like you were going in for a legit horror and then it's a comedy horror that is campy for the sake of being campy, I think you would be uh, thrown off a little bit. Also, it stars Tony Collette and I've never seen her in something where I did not absolutely adore that woman. Pre-hereditary even. Inside her shoes made me ball like a bitch. Uh, it is one of my all-time <laughs> favorite movies. Um, Made me so, ball like a bitch. Yeah, I was just such a little bitch about it, crying my eyes out over this woman and her relationship with her sister, and they come from a broken home. Yeah, it's a great, great film. But Krampus, Krampus, 
whatever. It's uh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, another uh, another Santa fuck shit up horror movie that I definitely want to mention uh, is one from 2010. Uh, it's a a movie from I want to say Finland called Rare Exports: A Christmas I Tale. I've seen it. And uh, yeah. I I I don't this one that I really want to say very little about because I'm guessing there's quite a few people who have not seen this. But this is a very interesting take on a Santa Claus legend, uh, and it's it's fucking wild. And I strongly suggest you go check it out. It's uh, it, yeah, it's uh, from Finland, yes, and it's uh, 2010. Hey, here's the best part: 84 minutes. This one's coming in at less than an hour and a half. Ooh, it's not gonna waste your that. life. Uh, no, it's They're fantastic just film. Out what I'm gonna watch tomorrow? Fantastic film. What's the next one uh, you want to talk? We're we're just uh, this, this is just declining yeah. or dis, uh, not declining, but just uh, descending I into trade-offs. What's your next one, just, Michelle? This is how What's... we talk. I when we hang out, it. you're like, "Give me a numbered list of discussions," and I was like, "We're just hanging out." And you're like, "No, I need an outline for how this conversation will go." <laughs> Tell me what's like, happening, please. Christ. Yeah, to write me an essay so we can just dissect it. What is your thesis statement? <laughs> <laughs> um. Have you ever accidentally put on the wrong Jack Frost? Because I have. Uh, no, because uh, I have. Uh, I have only ever put on one Jack Frost, and it was the the horror one where the Jack where the Jack Frost comes to life and kills things, and I never. Not the man another... becoming a snowman to bond with his son. No, not that one at all. I have definitely intended to put on the man bonding with his son as a man. Oh, I bet you did. And put on the horror plum. And you put <laughs> on Jack Frost. Oh, I bet they were not. Yeah, it's a different one. It, but you know what? It's a silly little happenstance. They're all the adults now and only a little bit fucked up. Because, of course, <laughs> once I discovered, we just kept watching it. Because our family was like, eh, whatever. They're three. They're old enough to know about murder. How are they going to learn if you don't talk to them about it? That's a fair you know? point. That's you you got to teach these kids young so that they know how to handle the snowmen who are on murder sprees. <laughs> so uh, tell people how you felt about the B slasher Jack Frost, which is frankly so also about a, a, a snowman coming to life. It's really funny that you called it a slasher because you're not wrong, but that's very funny. The idea of he's in the same league as Jason and Mike Myers. Um, I wouldn't call it the same league. I'd I'd probably use the word category. Category. (laughs) Yes. Um, It's not a good movie by any means, but it is very fun when you're a child. Um, It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good, but it is very funny when you put it on. It's not what you meant to watch, and then you watch it anyway. The children you're with are like, please, no, we don't want to have to go to therapy when we're older. And you're like, shut up. We're watching this man kill people. (laughs) I was a great babysitter. I was very kind to my younger siblings. Clearly. Clearly. Great. Uh, Um, My other one uh, I want to talk about, Inside. I haven't seen this. Inside. Oh, man. Listener, if you have not seen Inside, it's a woman who is pregnant and another woman, she's not pregnant, so she needs to steal the baby from the other one. And that baby is inside. So it's uh, it's French. 
the French do a very good job of making really upsetting horror movies, and this is no exception. Do um, they? I do they, yeah. Michelle? Yeah, they, do they made they? Martyrs. Yeah, mm. Martyrs is one of the most disturbing and great cinematic masterpieces of all time. Yeah, um, but, they, I mean, but uh, inside, they also made Raw and Titan, and uh, well, that's just one French oh, person, Titan. I suppose. I forgot. Oh, that uh, and my favorite, Jasper Noe, your favorite. Is, so I mean, his name is Gaspar, doing. first of all. Uh, is it Gaspar? I knew yes, it was not it's, Jasper. It's Gaspar Noe, Jasper, and Gaspar. Uh, we, we, yeah, we just won't talk about Gaspar. <laughs> oh, well, I'm talking about Gaspar. You go right Noe, ahead. Whose name I knew how to pronounce. Um, anyway, Inside, a.k.a. Uh, Lintorier. I'm pretty sure that was a perfect French accent. Thank you so much for admiring how good I am at pronouncing French um, It is a woman <laughs> just trying to cut another woman open so that she yeah. can take the baby. It's great. It takes place on Christmas. I bet it's not I worth an hour and a half. I think my favorite kind of... Nope, hour 22 minutes. Oh, shit. And Maybe it's worth looking credits. at then. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You keep your... Look, man, you... you there are days where literally the only reason I select a movie is because I'm looking through movies and they're all so goddamn long and I finally find one that's less than 90 minutes and I'm like, yes, thank you. Let's watch it. Yeah, Inside is on Roku <laughs> right now for free. So oh, you can go watch that. Probably a good, th good thing I don't have Roku. You don't need Roku. You you need an account like you would any other. Yeah, I, I uh, know. I understand it's a streaming yeah. channel, but I I know I have it. You, no. I don't even think you need an account. I think you can just stream it. Look, Michelle, I think like uh, I think we both understand at this point that me and French horror don't really get along. It's not. Uh, but you and slashers, you do. Yeah, and this one does but a lot it's. Of flashing. There's the yeah I I get I get off on body horror too but French body horror uh doesn't do it for me so you know wow I bet you haven't even watched the movie with a woman who has sex with an amusement park ride uh I may have I'm not sure I've I've watched a movie where a woman has sex with things that are not uh uh, uh even alive and I don't want to give too much away but uh. Like there's a movie where a lady fucks a fire truck. That's a that's a whole thing. Right. Uh, After I don't this, like... you're gonna have to tell me what that movie is. Cause uh, what? I don't... Why was the movie not called Fire Fuck? Uh, that's a good question. But uh, mm -hmm. nah, it's uh, French. Uh, it's fine. There, it's if you like it, <laughs> you like it. It's fine. We do. Uh, <laughs> um, we uh, also look. Hey, I'm not yeah. done here. How come you get to do oh, three shit. in a row and then I just, I, I'm done. Oh, you actually I... have movies to talk about? You told me to drive the train. I was driving it. <sighs> beep, beep. That's the sound my train makes. And they're like, why didn't we give it a standard train horn so that people can hear it I was, from I two was just cities asking away so you that to we can lead warn the them? Beep, I, beep. I was asking you to lead the conversation, Michelle. Okay, perfect. I'm sorry. Uh, I and got... you were the one I'm who so was sorry. like, oh, it's trying to be it. a conversation. And then he just, no, I just, yeah. I rarely get the opportunity to jump down your throat about talking too much. So. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm just going to turn my microphone off. Uh, I, no, I, I know you mentioned it just <laughs> briefly there, but we would very much be remiss if we didn't talk about Gremlins. Uh, which is uh, uh, an iconic film uh, for a lot of us who grew up in, in the 80s and 90s. 
Um, and the wild thing about it is I remember obviously seeing it as a kid. And then every time I go back and watch it as an adult, I'm just like, man, every one of us probably saw this a few years earlier than we should have. Because <laughs> it's like, like as monster movies go, like it's it's legitimately creepy and, and kind of violent and messed up. Like you, they're, they're, you never actually see anybody die on screen so they can keep that PG or PG-13 or whatever rating. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, just classic Gizmo the Mogwai. Uh, you get those gremlins whose eggs look like xenomorph eggs from Alien. Uh, just a, I, I actually sat down... Uh, and watched it with my mom about a week and a half ago. Uh, one that she and she's somehow never seen Gremlins, and so I made her watch it, and she thought it was ridiculous. But she's weird. Uh, but uh, no, it's it's just classic, super fun. Uh, what are your thoughts on Gremlins? I had a Gremlins Furby. Did you really? Was it a gremlin Furby or was it a Mogwai Furby? It was specifically, uh, well, it was Mogwai. It was, uh, what's it was the Gizmo? main guy's name? Gizmo. Thank you. Oh, my God. I knew that. Uh, yeah, it was a Gizmo Furby. Right on. That's and it was uh, adorable. That's dope. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. uh, just, but uh, yes, I love gremlins, obviously. We iconic film. Here's a, here's a better question to follow up with, though. I, it, not a Christmas movie, but as long as we're on the franchise, what are your thoughts on gremlins to the new batch? God, I don't remember. I have not seen it in a very long time. And when I was, when we watched a lot of Gremlins, that was actually something now that I'm thinking about. We watched a lot of Gremlins, and I know we watched Gremlins too, and I loved it, but I was also a child. So I'm sure watching it now, I'm going to be like, ooh. But I have fond memories of it from the vague recollection. Oh, yeah. When I you're, I liked it. When you're like yeah. seven or eight years old, it's a trip. Exactly. It's, it's not a, it's not, it is not quite the film that its predecessor was. Uh, but it also mm -hmm. has a cameo from Hulk Hogan in one of the first, like, meta cinema things i've ever seen in my life like self-aware cinema uh and it's it's something i will never forget seeing in the theater it just i was like what the fuck is going on right now my little nine-year-old brain on. just couldn't handle it anyway you should definitely <laughs> uh you should revisit it at least once when you have a chance uh, yeah, but you should re watching Gremlins. I was going to say you so should you should revisit Gremlins over. every few years. That's a it's a fantastic yeah. uh, Christmas horror. That movie. one I know I have seen not too long ago. Um, I love that monologue about the the father. Oh yeah, yeah. Phoebe oh, Cates God. just knocked it out of the park. It's so good. It's one of yeah. the best Christmas horror monologues ever, if not the only. Um, am I allowed to bring up my last yes. movie? Uh, it, now do I not jump in the gun? Allowed? Wow. Yeah. I'm, uh, just, I'm saying, like, it's okay to, yeah. never mind, I won't Go talk ahead. about Puka. Go ahead. Puka. Puka. I, I doubt you've seen Puka. I haven't I've yet. It was on my, okay. again, one that was on our list of ones that we were going to try and mm -hmm. see for the 12 nights of, uh, of holiday horror, and mm -hmm. uh, I just haven't had a chance to get around to it. Please tell me about Puka. Uh, point number one, it is only an hour and 23 minutes. Point number two, it came from that Into the Dark series that Hulu was doing where 
each movie corresponded to that month's holiday. So, uh, like, Valentine's Day was two people trapped in an elevator who are uh, falling in love, as far as we can tell. This falling was down their an elevator Christmas shaft, it one. sounds like. Nice. Nice. Mm. Um, Puka was a uh, Christmas one mm-hmm. where a man is playing uh, a mascot for the new toy, Puka. Um, and what, uh, he starts putting on the mascot costume and slowly developing a second personality because Puka's whole thing is he's kind of mischievous, kind of mm, like those Sour Patch Kids. First, like they're naughty, the then they're nice. Yeah, exactly. Like a lovable little rapscallion. And so he starts becoming that Puka and then his normal self. And they start splitting a little bit more or he becomes a little too much like Puka. Um, oh, so he kind of gets possessed by it. the spirit of Puka. Yeah, and sort Puka's of. very, very creepy. I like um, the number of times we're getting cute. to say Puka. I know, it's so fun. There's also a catchy little song. I have now forgotten the lyrics to it, but for a long time, it was one super of those... Super catchy, like, that apparently. Would... Yeah, it, well, it's, it's super catchy. It's been a while <laughs> since I've seen it. I remember the rhythm. It's uh, Puka see, Puka do, Puka something, voo, voo, voo. what kind of things could Puka do? It's cute. Fair it's enough. really cute. It's something like you. that, but it's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, but that little theme song jingle that he does is good. Um, it's kind of... No, I was going to say, do I compare it to Megan? But probably not. It, But it is like child's toy that is too creepy and already on uncanny valley valley ter- territory before you know that there's something evil going on um P- puka is just it's a good time uh people out there who have not seen it um check it out if you don't like it that's okay there on are clearly Hulu, people correct. who are not gonna like everything yep and it was part of the into the dark series and oh man i love that into the dark series I uh, um, that's not the one they yeah. did. No, the one I'm thinking of is Welcome to the Blumhouse, where they have all of those. Movies oh, that's different. From, yep. Yeah. There was also that one. I forgot where that's streaming. Oh, also on Hulu, but. I believe. Uh, maybe on Prime. Oh, yeah. Maybe on Prime. Now that I'm, th- I don't. It doesn't mm, matter. It's been a while. Um, yeah. only other uh holiday horror movie that I wanted to mention, uh, is another one that I I saw just recently. One that uh, I think we were going to be looking at for the uh, the the series, but I don't remember if we had finalized. Uh, it's a, a movie called uh, Better Watch Out. Uh, have you seen Better Watch Out, Michelle? I thought I had until I had looked into it a little bit more. To when we were still toying around with being able to do a lot of episodes about individual movies, and now I'm not sure. Um, so I did add it to my list to get around to eventually. I thought I had. I uh, I, don't, I don't know for sure. Uh, I had never seen it before sitting down to watch it uh, here as as uh, as part of the holiday season, uh, and I'd heard uh, like almost uh, it's it's an all right film. I I it's it's clever. It's it's got some interesting spins on things, but it's another perfect example of like. It's so important to be so careful about how you talk about things uh, because, like, for example, the more, I, I think the more aggressively you drive people to make sure they avoid spoilers for something, the more you kind of put them on guard while they're watching. Anyway, this is a very similar experience for me to what uh, you, uh, uh, what I, I had uh, that I've talked about with the first Saw film is this movie would have been a whole lot more enjoyable for me 
if I hadn't been put so on guard by so many people talking about the movie and making me at least aware that something was going to happen that I shouldn't see coming, that I saw it all coming. And it was unfortunate. It, it is a good, much like Saw, I thought it was a very clever film. Uh, I thought if I uh, if I hadn't been... Like, if somebody had just said, no, it's a cool Christmas horror movie, go check it out, uh, uh, I probably would have uh, gotten a whole lot more out of it. Uh, but I, I do recommend you check it out if you haven't seen it. It is a really interesting story in, in its own way. I just wish I hadn't figured it all out. I feel like I'm confusing it with another movie, and I can't think of what that other movie is. This is not exciting to anybody else. Um, uh, better so watch I, out. You might be confusing it with uh, uh, the the hide and seek movie with uh, with uh, Elrond's daughter in it. Uh, uh, yeah, why can't I remember? Is the one where the the, the well, I can't tell you out. what happens we'll at the end because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But yeah, so it's potentially that I have seen this, and potentially that I have not. Um, but I, I will report back. Um, what I can say that I will see is Anna and the Apocalypse for like the 20th time. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go check that out here as soon as this episode is done. Black Christmas is dope. Um, I don't know what Tree else. Revenge. I did Tree watch Treevenge. You did watch it? Oh, it's, my God. it's just a short, uh, guys, right? Yeah, it, it is uh, Treevenge. It is a 2020 short film. On YouTube, that is only 16 minutes. I am it's, not talking about the full length Treevenge from like 2017. Oh my god, I did not expect it to be such high quality and very funny. And I don't know if I'd say good practical effects, but uh, not like campy. I like when things aren't just deliberately bad and that's their selling point. I want them to be good, but silly. For sure, Treevenge, for sure. It's a, a Jason Eisner film on YouTube. You know what? You got 16 minutes and one second to kill. Uh, and you, those trees are going to kill. You should go watch them do that. Kill your 16 minutes while these trees kill people. Yeah. Uh, Treevenge. Jason Eisner. Treevenge. YouTube it. Strongly it's recommend so it. I think Thank the movie, I think the movie you might be confusing Better Watch Out with is Ready or Not. Nope. Oh, okay. Because I get those two confused all the time just because of the rhythm of their titles. Better Watch Out, Ready or Not. I don't know. I always yeah. get those two confused. Anyway. Yeah. Nope. That that is not it. Um, I actually think I might be confusing the film with itself and I will watch it and you be know, like, Well, this is the movie I was thinking of the here's, whole time. Here's a here's a fun uh little bit of uh oh, this is how JD's brain works is I'm just realizing that my whole tirade there about how you got to be careful about talking about movies because you might put people too much on guard for what's about to happen and they may be able to it figure did, it all out. You were as I did, you exactly. Yeah, I... Uh... Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. I just put... Uh, Michelle, what's wrong with me? I think you're putting too much pressure <laughs> on yourself. Who, me? Fine. Never. Never. Yeah. Well, there's a movie and a surprising thing happens in it. I hope so. All good movies have at least one good surprise. Me? Me, the guy who withdrew from a comedy festival that he was going to get into because he couldn't handle the pressure of waiting for the decisions to be announced? Never. I know the comedy festival you're talking about. I made it to day two. Paula. Shut up. Did, though. Shut up. I was a little too drunk. 
was a good time. Drunk that was like a... one of my favorite comedy experiences. Ever. <laughs> People don't need to hear about it. Um, they just need to know that we're hilarious. And so. we're neurotic and uh, having a good time. So Guys, uh, so hit us up. We've, we've talked about it previously, but hit us up on the social medias at We Watch Shudder on everything you go I wanna through. I want to hear from you. I get so excited when I see notifications. Tell us, uh, tell us about your... TikTok. Tell, cool. Yeah, tell us about your favorite uh, holiday horror movies. If there's a horror movie about the holidays that's not about Christmas that you know of, uh, turn us on to it. I'm going to do my best, actually, to find this movie Hanukkah from a couple of years ago and give that a look. I would love to I'm know. I'm going to make my menorah murder spree. Movie. Yeah, yeah, Eight Evil Nights. It's, uh, eight Evil Nights. Make it happen. It. I'm going to contact Adam Adam Sandler. We're on first name basis now. Yeah, Adam. just call him. I'm just going to call him and be like, yo, Adam. First off, SNL, the best of Adam Sandler DVD, very good. Your best work. Now that I've got you buttered up, we have to talk. <laughs> he's going to be like, hell yeah, I'd love to do that. Um, he's doing like family comedies now, and it's very cute. Is he it? has two. Yeah, he okay. has two out on Netflix. One of them is he's a classroom iguana, and uh, they get to take him home. Is he an iguana? I don't remember. Maybe he's a turtle. He's something that's kept in a terrarium, and uh, Bill Burr is his fellow fellow terrarium mate, and he gets to go home with the children, and uh, he helps them with their problems, and it's very cute, and it's a little musical. It's adorable. <laughs> oh, please I tell me Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler doesn't sing. Oh, of course he does. Of course he also He also does, like, <laughs> I don't know how to say what his voice is, but he does an iconic Adam Sandler voice that when it begins the movie, I'm like, how am I going to watch a full-length movie of this voice? And then you know what? It grows on you. Um, just you can imagine uh, what an old terrarium creature would sound like if played by Adam Sandler, and you'll know the voice when you hear it. Fair um, enough. It is. It's a character. Is it, it's is like, it the stop the looking at me thing? swan voice? Yes. Yeah. It's that voice. And you know what? I love it. I'm a huge Adam Sandler guy. I can't wait until we make this movie together. <laughs> He's going to love it. He's going to be like, oh, man, you're, you're bringing me nights. right back into it. I do need to make holiday horror. Maybe, I'm gonna be like, maybe yeah, eight murder eight nights. nights. Love that movie. Oh, eight murder nights. That's got a nice rhythm to it. I do need this to be a musical, a menorah murder eight musical. murder nights is good. Yeah. Oh, I think why not eight just a menorah mu murder musical? We can fight about the title later. I'm sure Adam will have an opinion on what we call this film. Probably. So we can talk to him. He'll probably get like some of his buddies on the phone to talk about it. Like, I don't know, let's get Dana Carvey in this movie. He's going to play the menorah. Um, I feel like we really got this <laughs> coming together. Dana also, uh, Dana Carvey and I. Yeah, but I do want him to play, uh, you know what, he, we need him to channel his character from I, Master of Disguise. I was literally I about to Dana say, Carvey. what about Dana Carvey as the menorah as played by his character from Master yep. of Disguise? <laughs> I, Master of Disguise makes me so happy and it's so bad, but I love Master oh, of Disguise. Oh, Michelle. It's not a good movie. I Michelle. am not saying in any way, shape, or no, form that's I a just, good movie, but I like watching it. I just had a thought. Okay. What if Eight Murder Nights is a slasher film, but the killer's weapon is a menorah, except instead of candles, it has knives in it? 
you make it a sentient menorah that talks to the killer and gives him thoughts of how to murder people, and I'm in. James but I do still is need in, Dana. Too. Holy shit. I need Dana Carvey to also voice the menorah. To... I want Dana Carvey to be the murderer and the voice of the menorah, where the voice of the menorah is his character from Master of Disguise. We are, uh, uh, this podcast is not long for the world because we're about to make it stinking rich off eight murder yeah. nights. It's been fun, but yeah, eight murder nights coming to a blockbuster near you. <laughs> 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 well, I got nothing more to add. I got Do nothing got else to add. add. No, we've rambled on for damn near cool. an hour. Say goodnight, Michelle. Well, happy holidays, everybody. Good night, Michelle. We Watch Shudder is a production of Rat Factory Media, your home for all of today's Rat Factoryist podcasts. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of We Watch Shudder are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Rat Factory Media. But wait, aren't Rat Factory Media and We Watch Shudder the same people? Shut your cake hole, Charlie. Nobody asked you. We Watch Shudder is available free on all major podcast platforms, and the easiest way to support We Watch Shudder is also free. Just leave a rating and review on your platform of choice. Merge your consciousness with ours on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We're at We Watch Shutter on all those social media platforms. Or find us the old-fashioned way on the web at WeWatchShutter.com or by email at mail at WeWatchShutter.com. Heck, you can even leave us a voicemail at 701-566-9510. No, seriously, 701-566-9510. Try it if you dare.